You're listening to the Tulsa VIP Home Show on Success 105.7. I'm Heather Vest. So my husband and I refinanced our house a few months ago, and we started getting these letters in the mail. Now, they were coming every other week, and they were like, according to our records, you've not enrolled in our program, and they made it look like it was coming from our mortgage company. It said, you know, Lender Waterstone Mortgage, but actually wasn't from them. And I got multiple of these, and basically they're trying to sell me some kind of insurance in case you don't be able to pay your mortgage payments during disability, due to illness, or accident. And I started to ask around, and I found out that it was more scam insurance versus life insurance. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, unfortunately, you know, there's lots of companies out there who want to make sure that you're protected in the event, you know, you pass away or some, you know, something happens tragic and that you want to make sure you can cover your mortgage, right? Because you don't want to lose the house. Um, But the reality is, is that you don't know exactly what it includes. And once the mortgage gets paid off, or let's say you sell the house, it's going to change. Um, And so one of the things that we recommend is you just have just simple life insurance. Life insurance covers everything from your debts, your consumer obligations, and uh, of course, the most important thing in our book is income protection. So if you were to pass away and you have a mortgage, well, we certainly want to make sure that's covered, but we also want to make sure that your family can continue to live at a level of comfort. The mortgage insurance, as they call it, is simply just covering the basics and not everything. Right. So I have Brenda Alfaro, financial planner, who has some excellent advice because essentially what I'm looking at here, I mean, the fact they're not even mentioning the company name to me seems highly suspicious. I've been told by lenders that this is a common practice and they try to make it sound like it's something, you know, wonderful because, I mean, what I'm getting at is I would think, you know, my mortgage is going to go down over time, right? And I imagine they still want the same payment, but if I was to get life insurance like you're mentioning, I would still get the same benefit even though our mortgage would be, I mean, let's say I paid it off, right? Absolutely, yeah. So one of the things that we look at is uh, what do you really need for life insurance over the long haul? Right. So there's different coverages for different times of life, right? When you have young kids, you have a lot of bills, you have a new mortgage, you're a young family, obviously you have more obligations. Mm -hmm. But as time goes on and the kids grow up, Um, obviously you are probably earning more money, the mortgage is going down, your need for life insurance slowly declines. And so what we we do is create an an analytical uh, process where like, hey, during this time to this time, this is how much you need, and then over this period of time, up until the time you retire, um, you would need less. And is so that, we work that term insurance? Is that what that specifically is? Yeah. So every company does it a little bit differently. We specifically are using just a term product. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to use the least expensive option possible, but the best coverage right. with no conditions. So um, the, the last thing we want to do is have someone pass away and then say, well, because you had a pre-existing condition, you're not covered, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so the, the way that, that we uh, work through that process is like, hey, if you're approved with us after our um, underwriting, mm-hmm. we want to make sure you're covered no matter what, no matter how you pass away, um, whether it's an accident, whether it's an illness, um, and, and that you have it. And uh, later in life, uh, ideally, y- we hope that you are financially independent and you won't need the life insurance. But if you do, we can actually provide something that will extend until age 100 if necessary. Wow. Yeah. Is that really expensive, I would imagine? <laughs> it's actually not bad. Um, and, but ultimately, what we want to do is just teach financial independence. Because really what people forget is life insurance is buying wealth 
before you can create wealth. So once you create wealth, right, then technically you don't need the life insurance. So you're kind of self-insured. So basically exactly. insurance is, life insurance is just protecting you during that time where you're like, uh, I don't know if someone passes away, then I'm going to be in a financial bind. But if I have this now, if, you know, for example, we have a young family. And if one of us passes away, that we'd be able to pay off the house or be able to survive a few years without the other spouse's income, obviously. We like to call it the theory of decreasing responsibility. It's your need for life insurance um, peaks along with your family responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So uh, when, you're, when you're young, you have children to support, mortgage. This is the time when the death of a breadwinner would be absolutely devastating right. and when you need coverage the most. Of course, when you're older... You should have fewer dependents, fewer responsibilities, and now you're financially independent. And so assuming that, you know, in 20 years, the kids are going to be on their own, creating their own wealth at that point in time, and therefore we wouldn't need all that insurance. Exactly. And we can, we can modify it uh, as accordingly. But we try to create that up front, and then we work with you on reviewing it year to year and seeing where you're, where you're at. Um, ultimately, though, you want to get it when you're young and healthy. You don't want to wait until you think you can afford it. I often like to say, you know, if you feel like you can't pay another bill, like your, mm -hmm. your budget is strapped, one of the, one of the key things is if, if, I mean, if I couldn't pay my bills, I'm glad I can, but if I couldn't, the one bill I would always pay is my life insurance. Because if you pass away and let's say you are paying your mortgage, mm -hmm. you're paying your, your electric bill, you're paying your grocery, you know, you're going to get your groceries. I hate to tell you, but those entities, although they probably love you as a client, they are not going to deliver a death benefit to your family. And so life insurance is the only bill that you pay on a month to month basis that will deliver if you have an unexpected death in the family, regardless of anything else. No one's going to come to your family and say, hey, we're really sorry for your loss. We'll go ahead and we'll cover part of your bills. That's just not going to happen. Right. And I've been told that sometimes it's, it's good to have insurance outside of your workplace. And why is that? Yeah, great, great question. So there's really four reasons why you should never rely on group insurance. First reason is that benefits always change. You do not have control over what your company offers in benefits, mm. you, depending on their expense expense structure. They they will determine like, hey, uh, we're going to offer less next year or mm. you're going to have to burden more of the cost. Right. So benefits always change. The second reason why you'd never want to rely on group insurance insurance is because you have to be working there. People right. get laid off. People get sick. They, they have to take leave. Um, maybe they go on short-term disability um, or you get furloughed. You know, look at the COVID situation. Right. Many people lost their jobs or were put on an un, uh, kind of a extended layoff, right? Right. That group insurance does not cover when you're not working there or when you're not on active payroll. So if um, you're in short-term disability and you, I mean, let's say you pass away, you know, you you injure your knee and then you get a blood clot and it, you know, passes, you know, and it, you die. Exactly. You would not get death benefits. That's correct, yes. <gasps> now, there are probably some isolated group insurances out there that maybe would, but most of the time it will not. Wow, um, I did not know that. Yeah, so benefits change. You have to be on active payroll. You have to be working there. And last but not least, um, most private insurances will offer some kind of what we call terminal illness benefit. Whereas if you end up terminally ill, mm -hmm. given a, sh a short time to live, that benefit will also include a percentage of cash payout while you're still alive. And those are never offered with group insurance. You know, whatever you can get at work for free, free is good. But whatever you absolutely need to make sure your family is covered, you 
you need to own on your own. This is great information. Brenda, how can people get in touch with you? Well, they can reach out to me uh, through my website or um, my phone number, 918-724-3827. And again, Brenda Alfaro, I'm a, a licensed uh, financial rep. Thank you.